0: hey hey all you lovely listeners welcome to the first episode of nick and nanny's infinite podcast what is that title you may ask we don't know we just started talking about the movie nick and Nora's infinite uh playlist and that's what came up i'm emmanuel i'm your host as well as my friend here nick introduce yourself hi
1: i'm nick i am i guess the co-host here and uh We're both jaded film school students, so I hope you like that.
0: Yes, we're the most jaded film school students. You know, we're the kind of film students who will praise, you know, really bad movies and then just obliterate other people for liking more bad movies. It's, It's the way we work. Exactly.
1: Exactly. We love bad movies. We hate good movies. And we yell at each other about it. That's what film students
0: do. It's the only way that we can communicate with each other. Uh, In all seriousness, no, we are both film students, we met online and all this other stuff, but uh, this podcast, we have no idea what it's gonna be, and that's the beauty of it, we have no clue what we're doing, we just got microphones and said let's start a podcast, so we'll see how all this goes.
1: Yeah, the best things in life start when you have no idea what the fuck you're doing.
0: Yeah, it's, it's kinda like when you start playing a video game and you have to go through all the tutorial levels until you become really good, and you just keep dying a lot, so that's what's gonna happen. It's not going to be very good for the most part, but we're learning. We'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, for right now, you know, it's really just going to be two of us talking, and then we have a, uh, uh, an event for the end of the podcast. It's going to be us ranking different fast food fries, so stay tuned for that. Nick, what have you been up to this week?
1: Oh, this week, uh, did a lot of work. Started a new job a couple weeks ago and had my first day in the field this week. As a uh, school photographer, that was an experience. Let me tell you. Um, really. Yeah, it was. It was a pretty easy day. It was an enrollment mixed in with a picture day. They got them both knocked out in the same day, which was pretty nice. I think more schools would probably do that. Uh, but for me, it was mostly just standing around and then occasionally taking a picture, and I got paid for it.
0: So you didn't have to like sit all the kids and take a photo like regular picture day. Or are you just like still in training right now?
1: Uh, so the first half of the day, there there were three, like, staff photographers that were there, and there's three of us new people, so we were each kind of with one person. We were watching them, getting a feel for it, and then eventually at a certain point in the day, they had us start taking pictures, and they were watching over us. Um, most kids you usually have to take, like, two or three pictures of, and after each picture I took, I would call one of them over and have them look and see if it was a good one. Usually it would, it would be two or three.
0: A couple took a long time after that. Um, gotcha. So you weren't confident in anything that you were doing?
1: Oh, absolutely not. I'm never confident in a new thing I'm doing, which is why on this show you're going to hear me saying um a lot at the beginning because I'm not confident in anything that I do at the start. But eventually you get used to it and you get better at it, and that's what I'm doing at work.
0: That's the zoomer mentality. Be bad at something until you can just skirt by enough. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great mentality for film students. It's a great mentality yeah. to be like, yeah, I really hate this thing that I shot, but we're going to keep rolling, keep it going. I
1: hate every single thing that I've ever shot.
0: Oh, me too. It's horrendous. Even if it's good. Now I should
1: say, I should say for all the listeners, I'm actually a former film student. I graduated in 2020. So I've been out of school for a little while. And, uh, in the future, that should that should let you all know that I'm the person to listen to because I'm more experienced than Emmanuel is. So yeah. you should really you should really go with me whenever we debate on movies because I've definitely got more
0: experience. Exactly, he's had more experience. He's a little bit older, but I mean, who cares? It's not about experience. It's about how you convey yourself with it. it matters about how end- much you can talk off someone's ear.
1: <laughs> and trust me, if you don't know me, I'm gonna talk everyone's ear off about James Cameron's Avatar. James least, Cameron's
0: Avatar. We got it in.
1: We got it in. I'm going to try and find a way to mention it in every single episode. That might be a recurring bit.
0: You know what? We, we should just end the episode there. We got the Avatar plug. We might <laughs> as well just end it. I'm I'm okay with that. Yeah. Oh, th- there you go, folks. Well, thank you for listening. This has been a great episode. <laughs> no, can you, you imagine we just end it right there? Uh,
1: I mean, it won't get uh, better than that. We can try, but it won't get better than
0: that. Exactly. Nothing's going to be jimmy cameron's avatar from 2012 it's magnum opus 2009 you were close 20 2000 Oh, who cares (laughs) it was 12 years ago that's the main point of the story Uh you had
1: 12 on the ranks it was 12 years ago i get it i
0: did have 12 listen i was thinking about 2012 because that's the masterpiece that's the masterpiece of a year the roland emmerich came out oh oh no no it's when when we got Avengers, okay. which led to Avengers Endgame, which beat Avatar, mm. and it would have beat Avatar if they didn't be like, "Oh, we're gonna re-release Avatar."
1: In fairness, both movies have re-released, and they're both owned by Disney, so Disney's just creating artificial competition between them. They're going. I mean,
0: was Endgame really a re-release? It was still in theaters it, at the time. It kind
1: of was. They they hyped up that they were re- didn't they hype up that they were releasing it with like a new scene. Like one it new was scene or something. Scene
0: for Spider-Man at the end, I think.
1: Okay. Really
0: worth it. Yeah, it's Disney's marketing at its best.
1: Yeah. No, they'll they'll keep they'll keep pitting those two against each other till the end of time. They'll be releasing them both here and there. So one can overtake <laughs> the other and then it'll just keep going. And they'll keep profiting it'll keep off going. of it.
0: Disney's gonna be the conglomeration. They're gonna win it all. In uh-huh. the end, it doesn't matter. Yeah. are all just cogs in the machine of Disney. Speaking of Disney I just got done watching Jungle Cruise. Oh. It was uh, Indiana Jones in the water. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. You know, it was okay. Okay. There was nothing really too offensive about it. Nothing really too stand out about it. Disney has been doing this thing where they keep trying to recreate their rides into movies and stuff. You know, it started with the Country Bears, which is not what people would think. They oh. would think, oh, it was Pirates of the Caribbean. No, it was Country Bears. Those country- animatronic bears it was like a Five Nights at Freddy's, but a movie with Haley Joel Osment as a bear.
1: I didn't know that was a ride.
0: Oh, yeah. I remember that movie coming out when I was really little. I had no idea that was a ride. Yeah, that was a ride. And so was Haunted Mansion. Chronic Haunted Mansion. Mansion was with Eddie Murphy. Mm-hmm. I've seen it, kind of, but I really don't remember it. And, I... then, and then came Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah,
1: those were both in 03. Country Bears was 02, I think.
0: Ah, uh, there you go, Mr. Movie Release Dates. Yeah,
1: you'll get a lot of me with the movie release dates on this show, as you already heard a couple exactly. minutes ago.
0: Yeah. Um, but yeah, Pirates of the Caribbean was the big one. It took off. It made a lot of money, made a lot of sequels. Some were okay, others were just bad, and then they decided, eh, we're gonna stop making these, but we're gonna remake them with Margot Robbie. But that's not the point of this story. Right <laughs> now we're talking about Jungle Cruise, um... It's a punny movie, there's a lot of dad jokes Mm -hmm. in it, and, uh, you know, The Rock is The Rock, doesn't really have a whole lot of range, he's, he's charismatic.
1: Yeah, that's, that's the word for him. Even if he doesn't have range, he's charismatic. He's likable enough in pretty much anything that he does, but it's not much beyond that, at least not for me.
0: Exactly, yeah, I mean, you know what you're gonna get with The Rock, he's a safe actor, you're not, you're not getting a Batista, you know, Batista... In the last couple of years, he's really tried to diversify his work. And it's worked out for him for the most part.
1: Yeah, Batista will let himself do little character actor roles like in Blade Runner. He let himself look old for that, for one. Which I don't think The Rock has ever let himself really do. Uh, He let himself look old and he was okay being in just one scene of a prestige movie. Because he's said before that he wants to actually be an actor. He's not
0: worried about being a movie star as much. Yeah, and being an actor comes with doing, you know, movies like My Spy. Which, you know... (laughs) or army My of spot. the dead um, listen from what i hear he's actually pretty good in army of the dead i hear mixed things about army of the dead i haven't seen it yet but i hear you know it's fine it's pretty you know it's a 16 year old zombie movie
1: i i thought it was pretty terrible for the most part he's okay in it and i feel bad because i do like zach snyder uh his work is a little hit and miss for me and that was one of the biggest misses i've seen in a while unfortunately
0: yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Movie. Some directors going to make good movies, you know. Not all of them are going to be bangers, okay? They can't all be Jim Cameron with Avatar.
1: Exactly. <laughs>
0: um, alright, so, The Rock. He, yeah. he was The Rock. Emily Blunt. She was, I mean, it's Emily Blunt. She's pretty good. She's it, always it's hard good. to talk about actors that you know are going to do a good job. She didn't have to do an English accent. In English, she didn't have to do an American accent. Mm. You know, she was able to be British. Um... But the main thing is that for me, it felt like two different movies. It felt like half of a script of a Pirates of the Caribbean film and then half of what Indiana Jones 5 is going to be because Jesse (laughs) Plemons, who, you know, from Breaking Bad or Mm -hmm. Game Night, uh, all these other movies and stuff. He was playing this German soldier and uh, it was just really weird when they would go from German soldier to undead conquistadors. Oh, it was just kind of. Oh, really? It was was just a little bit, you know, off-putting. I felt if they would have stuck with one or the other, it would have been better. But, I mean, it's the choice they made. All in all, it's an inoffensive movie. Nothing really too crazy. I mean, you're going to sit your kids down on Disney+. Plus, Or if you have it on in the background, I think it's a perfectly fine background movie. Mm -hmm. If you have work going on. It's, It's pretty for the most part. It's not, like, an ugly movie to look at. It's fine. It's pretty okay. Okay. I
1: thought those effects looked kinda bad in the trailers that I saw.
0: Um, I'm gonna be honest, I was watching this off of someone else's uh screen because they were screen sharing it in a oh, Discord. I gotcha. So I can't really speak to the quality of the effects. Uh the only one that like I really noticed was a Jaguar that would come in every now and then. Mm -hmm. but other than that i couldn't really tell how good or bad the effects were okay um i think it's a better looking movie than like rise of skywalker i think it utilized it better but i mean with most of these movies it's all cg anyway
1: yeah i think i feel like the last couple years disney and warner brothers both of their i don't know if they have the same effects people or what but the cg in most of their big movies looks pretty bad like worse than i feel like it used to
0: Yeah, and a lot of it is, I'm pretty sure Disney was using Weta for most of it, which worked on Jim Cameron, you know, gotta plug that Jim Cameron. Uh, Weta is a big one that they use, and I can't really think of the other one, but I know for sure Weta did work on uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League. I don't know if they did work on this, but I know that they worked on the big battle scene for Endgame. And some other things here and there. So it's a couple of teams that are all working together.
1: Okay, so other than uh, you said you watched uh, Jungle Cruise earlier. uh, I did watch Jungle Cruise. We're both pretty big gamers. What have you been playing this
0: week? I played a lot of Minecraft. I just got married in Minecraft. Oh, you can get married in Minecraft? Listen, it's part of a, of a SMP, which is a survival multiplayer thing or whatever. Okay. Um, And one of the things is like, you can get married. So we wanted to test it, see how that worked. So we held a little wedding ceremony today. Other than that, I can't remember what else I've been playing. I know that Ascent came out and that was looking really interesting. But then I saw the load times for that and I was like, ooh, that's a, Uh-oh. it's not looking pretty good. Oh, what I have been playing is Marvel's Avengers. again yes so i go through these in phases okay it's like the same way that i would play destiny where sometimes i'd come in and then sometimes i'd stay out but avengers right now is having this quadruple xp free weekend for everyone (laughs) okay so every quadruple the xp not just double we're not
1: desperate at all we're just offering you quadruple xp
0: during a free weekend (laughs) that's two weeks before black panther comes out oh anyways so so i decided you know what Black Panther's coming out, I might as well download the game, you know, get some of my levels, characters leveled up. So I leveled up my Hawkeye and I played for, I think, like three days, maybe like five, six hours total. And I got it. And I was like, you know what? This game is actually really fun. Like I enjoy the game. I really just enjoy the action in it. It's the same way that people play Destiny just for the gunplay. Mm -hmm. I play Avengers for the same thing because I really like the character kits. But then there are things like, oh my this character got stuck in a wall so i can't progress through the rest of the mission <laughs> and it's just so annoying but avengers it's pretty it's pretty okay i think it's worth 20 bucks if you're able to get it for 20 bucks i would say i recommend buying it just don't buy it on last gen consoles because that is still not good buy it on a good pc or a next gen console which i mean Playstations. Don't know how you're getting them. Xboxes, I think there are more ways for you to get one. Um, but yeah, PlayStations are really hard to find right now. So did you play it on PC? I did play it on PC. I, I got it for free on PC when it came out because I was using some shady tactics mm. and I got it for free. Mm. It's the same Call the authorities. that I... Yeah, I got another game for nine cents when it came out and it was like the deluxe edition, like the $80 version. I got it for nine cents. Oh, that, seems, that seems
1: totally legitimate
0: it was it was completely legal i I did not use anything. Oh I got uh, Star Wars squadrons as well. I mm. got that for free um through there um it was a hundred percent legal, a hundred percent legitimate. I have my sources to back it up, but okay. uh that was a time in my life when I was not paying for games, but it was uh the the games that I did get I was very happy to have played. okay, so you've been back to that? I have been back to that. Um I think I played like a Batman at some point. Yeah, it's you not were... dominating my life. Okay. I've been I've been working for most of this week hey, so when too. I get home I play that and Pokemon Unite. Pokemon Unite, it's League of Legends but Pokemon. And I know that I've told you this before, but you actually have to try this. It's free to play and for the most part it's fine, but it's really fun.
1: I really don't want to do this, but I'm going to have
0: to at some point. Listen, hop in for a match or two. They aren't very, they're 10 minutes for a match, you know. I've heard they go pretty quick, yeah. You're not going to lose a whole lot of time. It's free. You're going to open it up. You're going to get four or five Pokemon at the very beginning. You know, you're going to, you're going to be okay for the most part. Okay. Trust me, I'm not really a MOBA guy either. I played Smite for a while, but some people that I was playing with ruined that game for me, so I never wanted to touch it. And then I never played League of Legends, so I can't really speak to that. Um, but this one, short 10 minute, uh, short 10 minute games, you're playing with different Pokemon and it feels like an actual battle, you know, kind of like what Pokin tournament wanted to be. But yeah. this is smaller scale, you know, it goes by quick and it's actually pretty fun.
1: Okay, we'll stay tuned for next week to see if I actually played Pokemon Unite with Mania at all.
0: Exactly. The Nick update. Yeah, each week.
1: yeah um i did see some gameplay of it the other day and it was actually much more involved than i thought it would be like it looks it's like
0: very involved
1: it looks like more actual gameplay than pokemon's
0: ever had at least like moment to moment i would i would 100 percent say that it's way more moment to moment gameplay than pokemon has ever had the only other thing like i said is pokken tournament i never played that because i didn't have a wii u when it came out i didn't either. i still don't have one but they did re- um, re-release it on the switch See, I thought they did, but I guess people were saying that it was only on Wii U. But I thought it was a Switch game too.
1: Yeah, they ported it pretty early on. Like I think, I think 2017, the first year of the Switch, I think they they did like uh, re-releases of what was it, Sun and Moon? I think on the 3DS, and then they did Pokemon on the Switch, and that was like all they did in 2017 for
0: Pokemon. Gotcha. Gotcha. Speaking of ports, airports, Nick, you've been playing <laughs> you've been playing Flight Sim on, I have. on your Xbox. How's that been?
1: On my on my Fancy Series X that I was able to pre-order because I'm one of the luckiest people alive, I guess. Uh, um,
0: l- by lucky he means white.
1: <laughs> uh moving on. Uh yeah, I've been playing Flight Sim a lot. Uh we talked about it a little bit the other night. Um I that was pretty much the first day that I've been playing it and I was not that accustomed to the controls and I hadn't done that much flying around. I I didn't realize that it was to scale with the actual world. So I took off from Denver to go to KC because those are the only flights I ever take uh, when I'm going to see family in Colorado. And about a half hour later, I was still in Colorado and I realized that this game was actually to scale and I did not expect that. So it's been a big time scene for me just to get to places that I want to go. What I didn't know was that it had airports pretty much everywhere in the world. Like, pretty much every airport or airstrip in the world you can take off from in this game. So, in my hometown, which is pretty small, there was, I think, three different places I could take off from. Uh, So, I took off from one. I found my bearings because I could see my high school football field below with the logo in the end zone. Uh, Flew by my house. uh, Flew by my route to work. Flew by the movie theater that I go to. And it was all pretty amazing. Like, they... I don't know if they actually worked with Google Earth at all, but it feels like a much more detailed version of what Google Earth has done.
0: That I don't know. I don't know if they worked with Google Earth, but I know that a lot of people have been saying, like, it's just amazing to fly around. And, like, go to the specific airports that you remember or Mm -hmm. look out the window and you'll see stuff. So that's very cool.
1: Yeah, I took off from the Kansas City airport, which is where I'm from. I live in Kansas. That's the airport I always go to. And I had to go to Google Maps on my phone. I was trying to find the stadiums that the Chiefs and the Royals play in because they're right next to each other. And I eventually found them after after looking through real-life maps because the maps in-game, they don't actually work as, like, a full country or state or world map or anything like that. It's only, it's called a VF farm app. I don't know what that stands for, but it only shows stuff in your immediate vicinity, which kind of bugs me, because I want to know where I'm going, um, so that's a little problem that I had, but I eventually found my way, and I started flying to St. Louis, and I just kind of spent two hours just vibing, flying through a lot of farmland, but it was so relaxing, and eventually I didn't find my way to St. Louis, and I crashed, and that was it
0: crash landings are always the best.
1: Yeah, so that was fun. They also have a mode where you can take off from like major cities and landmarks. So I did one in Tokyo and New York saw all the major stuff there. It's really fun. It's a good time sync and super relaxing. I don't know how much I don't know how much of an audience this has beyond like someone like me, I guess. Um especially now because it's only on Series X and not too many people have those yet.
0: Yeah, you know, it's a C- Series X chip shortage. Same things happening with the PlayStation. They're both selling well, even though all of that is happening, but uh, Flight Sim, I hear it's great. It's also on PC, so if you do have a good enough PC, everyone says to check it out, and I'm guessing this is Nick's endorsement for it as well.
1: Yeah, uh, there was one thing that was unfortunate that I really- I need to go somewhere to somewhere else to try this game, because I don't have great internet where I live, and the textures below me on the ground were pretty bad in, in most areas. I assumed it was just because- They didn't, like, even the Series X doesn't have enough horsepower to render all that stuff on the ground, but apparently it's an internet thing, so my bandwidth was able to stream so much of it to me, uh, but if I were to go somewhere with better internet, I'd be able to get clearer textures on the ground.
0: Yeah, I'm sure if you had, like, Gigabit or Google Fiber, I'm sure it would look way better than than what you have right now.
1: Yeah, I was talking with my friend, and I'm gonna take my Series X over to his house, because, uh... Under the guise of letting him play it, but mostly it's just going to be me going to summer with better internet so I can play the game to its fullest.
0: Oh, using people. It's my favorite thing in the world. Uh-huh. So, what I want to do now is I actually want to get to this fast food tier list. Oh, boy. The fast food french fry tier list. We've talked a little bit about our fast food preferences, so I know what some of yours are like. Mm-hmm. But this is going to be very interesting to do the fast food tier list.
1: And it will generate no controversy whatsoever.
0: Oh, of course not. We we are in the business of not generating uh, controversy. We've never done that before.
1: No one no one gets serious about food takes at all, especially not the people that we know. Especially not them.
0: Alright, so we both have it open on our screens. Uh, let's just start from left to right. I'm gonna start raising canes now. Yeah. Here's the thing. I absolutely love canes. I go there every time, get a box combo, no slot. Extra Toast, Bob Style, Crispy Everything with a Lemonade. That's my order. Take it down. Cane's, if you're listening, sponsor us, please. Yeah, please sponsor Um, us.
1: I'm a fan, too. Let me say that. Cane's was the go-to destination when I was in college. We had one when I was in college that everyone went to, and I only went there once, I'm sorry to say, but I've gone there a second time in the last couple months, and it's really good. It's, like, really good.
0: It is really good. However, the fries are iffy. It depends on the canes that you're going to because sometimes you'll get crispy crinkle cut fries and they're going to taste good. They're going to taste fine and then others they're going to be soggy. So for that I'm going to put it in a B tier right now.
1: Okay I don't I don't think I'm going to raise a fuss about that. I will say in general I don't mind soggy fries. I think they're best when they're crispy but if my fries are soggy I still think they're pretty
0: good. Yeah it really depends on the kind of uh, potato and fry that they are because sometimes soggy fries are perfectly fine um but other times the fry is just gonna get really soggy and it's gonna be like dripping water and i don't really like that in my fries so I crispy you know for the most part keep that up uh but canes you're at a b tier right now because of your inconsistency i think get it fair. up all right okay checkers
1: so, yes next up we've got checkers I've never eaten at a Checkers. I do have experience in the store-bought bags of Checkers fries. I got those a lot in college because I ate a lot of store-bought fries in college because I was on my own to cook, but I was also extremely lazy. So Checkers, I've had, they're pretty good. I have no passion toward them whatsoever, so I'm thinking B tier for those.
0: I think B tier is perfectly fine as well. Listen, most fries are going to be good fries. Yeah, I'm the same way. I haven't had them fresh. I've had them from a freezer bag you know mm-hmm. so i think the a b tier is fine i'm not gonna raise a fuss about that
1: yeah and i'm not i don't want to speak for you here but i love french fries to death so even the ones that will rank in c or d tier here are probably still at least pretty good
0: yeah all right we're here we're here we're at our. Ar- <laughs> we're at we're at arby's you know what i'm thinking arby's arby's you got those curly fries that's all i have to say automatic s tier
1: this is an s tier like, without a second's hesitation. Curly fries are the shit.
0: Exactly. Exactly. If you're going to go for fries, if, like, you see around you and you're like, oh, there's a Chick-fil-A and there's an Arby's, there's a Culver's, all these other places, go for the Arby's. Get the curly fries. What are you doing if you don't? Yeah. The
1: rest of the menu might not be so great, but the curly fries are worth it. You can eat something, an entree off the menu that's just okay because the fries are going to be so good. And get yourself a jamoka shake while you're there, too, because those are excellent.
0: Yeah, they may not always have the meats, but they always got the fries.
1: Yep. All
0: right, Nick, take the next one. So we're going to
1: go to the opposite end of the spectrum for this one. This is Burger King. Now, Burger King, I used to love when I was a kid, but in the last few years, they've become notorious as being the absolute cheapest place possible. No place should be prideful in giving you a $1.49 10-piece chicken nugget combo. They They shouldn't be happy about that. They shouldn't take pride in that. And with that said, their fries are also pretty bad.
0: I do not like Burger King fries at all. Every time I get them, they are the worst fries that I've had. I'll eat them, but I'm not happy too. that I'm eating them. So I put them in D tier. I just. I think. D tier.
1: Yeah, I think that's fair. I think they're probably the soggiest fries, like on a consistent basis.
0: I don't know about that, but I know that they're my least favorite every time I have them. I try to convince yeah. myself that I like them, and I just, I don't.
1: I had a phase as a kid where I thought they were the best fast food fry. And this is how I know that I've grown up since then. Exactly.
0: Alright, so, next up is Chick-fil-A. Yeah. They got the waffle fries. They a do. lot of the times they're fine. Sometimes, you know, sometimes they don't exactly have all those whole hun- punch outs, and that's a lot more potato that I would like, but I'm still yeah. putting them in A tier. For the most part, pretty consistent, pretty pretty well salted uh, every mm-hmm. time I go there, so I think an A tier is solid. They aren't as good as Arby's from Rise, but A tier no. is pretty much where they'll land for me.
1: Yeah, I agree with A-tier. Um, like you said, sometimes they're a little too thick and potatoey for my liking. And at least uh, in my experience, sometimes they're a little too salty for my liking. They're usually pretty well salted, but sometimes they're a little too strong. Yeah. Otherwise, they're excellent. I love waffle fries, but I think A-tier is pretty fair for, for Chick-fil-A. A-tier. Okay, so next up we have Carl's Jr. slash Hardee's. And I'm pretty sure I've had these before. I'm like at least once, but I don't remember them.
0: They are your standard, just, you know, straight fries. They aren't thick, they aren't thin, they're your average kind of fry. I think they're a solid B tier, I think they're right there with checkers. Um, You know, they complement the meal perfectly fine, but you're not going to be wowed by them at all. So I think B tier is pretty much where I would put them.
1: Okay, it feels unfair of me to put them in C or D tier. I, I, I'm sure they were fine from what I remember. I just yeah, don't remember them.
0: I have no issue with putting them in C tier. Um, That way we have one in C tier to be like, this is your average fry and the rest are a little bit above average. So we can put it in C.
1: Okay, I think that's fair. The next one, you might want to put in C tier, but I'm not going to allow
0: it. It's Culver's.
1: Listen. Yeah,
0: we, we, we've talked about Culver's before. Listen, I don't have anything against Culver's really, okay? I have had bud. Culver's like, Two or three times, okay. It's been two years or so since I had anything from Culver's, so in all honesty, I can't really remember anything about my experience there. I don't know if that's a good thing. I don't know if that's a bad thing. But you know, it is what it is. You're much more knowledgeable about this one, um. But from what I remember, Culver's didn't have amazing fries. They were just fine, you know. But take it away.
1: Yeah, I have culvers probably every couple months. Uh, me and my dad or me and other members of my family will go there to get ice cream, and I think they've got pretty solid food otherwise. Uh, like you said, they're they're Crinkle Cuts. If you're a fan of Crinkle Cuts, I think these are some of the better ones that you can find at a fast food joint. Um, I don't think they're quite S tier. I'd go A tier with them, uh, but since you don't remember them, weren't really a fan, I think B tier is fair for a compromise here.
0: We'll do it in B. We'll compromise. See, we're all about okay. compromise here.
1: Yeah, we can get along for now.
0: For now. <laughs> Watch out. Oh yeah. All right. Next up, Del Taco. Home of the free Shibaka do. I'm gonna be oh, honest. Really? Yeah, I didn't know that, that's where that came from. That's Del Taco, man. Wow. It's our okay. welcome to Del Taco. We got free free Shabaka <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, I, I I've never actually eaten Del Taco, so I Neither have don't I know. Alright, so we're just going to put it in D, because we yeah. can't speak to it, uh, but that's where this it's going to land.
1: This is not us shitting on Del Taco. We just don't know what it is.
0: We Exactly, we don't know what it we is. We can't speak on it. Now, what I okay. can't speak on is Popeyes. Popeyes, yeah. fries, listen, y'all went crazy for that chicken sandwich. Those fries, the Louisiana fries, crispy. They're seasoned so well. I mean, you can't go wrong with Popeye's fries. Even when they're cold, they're still great fries.
1: I've had them. I've had them a handful of times. I wouldn't say they're that memorable to me. Um, I think usually when we get Popeye's, my family and I at least, we usually just get, like, the chicken buckets, and that's not one of the size that they get. So I haven't had them a ton. I remember liking them. I think I'd probably go B-tier on these. But I'll go B-tier. You sound... Uh, no, 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 no. We
0: can go B tier.
1: Okay. I was. I figured you'd be going A or S on them with the way you were I talking
0: would, about them. Listen, I would put it in A or S, 100%. But, you know, we're about compromise here. You can't really remember them, so we're going to put them in B tier. I'm going to put them above the Cane's ones, because I think they're better than Cane's fries. Okay. So I think that's where they would land. I would
1: have been fine with A tier. I I'm, I remember them being pretty good, but I just haven't had them enough. All right. A lot of these places I've had way too much probably yeah uh speaking of places that i've had way too much five guys i've eaten there a lot over the years and the one thing i will say about their fries is that they know how their fries are and that's why they give you a lot they want to give you bang for your buck even though the flavor of the fries doesn't cut it
0: i'm going to be wi- i'm right there with you i've had five yeah. guys once or twice and the first time that i went i was really excited because uh A famous food reviewer said, you know, you bite the fry, the fry bites back. And I was Mm -hmm. really excited to get, you know, like that crisp, that that flavor that comes out. And then I was, you know, I was let down. They weren't bad by any means, but they weren't anything to go home about. I think they were better than Carl's Jr., you know? Okay. They they give you a lot for your money, so you are getting a lot for that price. So I think B tier is probably where I'd put it. No, oh, I was gonna say C tier. We can put them Ooh. above Carl's and in, in C tier. I'm fine with that. Okay,
1: I'll eat them, but I, they're they're nothing special to me whatsoever.
0: Yeah, and like I said, I go I've there. Had I go there for the burger. Twice. Exactly.
1: I go to Arby's for the fries. I go to Five Guys
0: for the burger. Exactly. We know what we're about. Yeah. In and out. Oh boy. You know, In and it's real big here in the West Coast. Everyone makes a big hoopla about the In-N-Out burger. You want to get an animal style, you want to get on that secret menu, all these other things. They're fries. They're a little sus from what I hear. They aren't the best. They aren't by any means bad. They do come very nicely in this little boat that you get. You get a little boat of fries. Okay. Um, I used to eat a lot of In-N-Out fries because I don't really eat a whole lot of burgers. Um, so I have, I've had a lot of them. They aren't super salty and they're way more potato-y. The in and out fries, they aren't great. They taste way more like potato than I would say some of the other ones do. They aren't as heavily salted, but they're, they're, they're okay. They're fine. I'll eat them. I'll get them with a shake or something like that, but they aren't anything to write home about.
1: Okay, Uh, I have nothing to add here since I'm from the Midwest and I've never traveled westward, so I've never had it.
0: I'll put it above Carl's Jr. and in between five guys.
1: Okay, that that sounds about right. Everyone I've ever heard that had In-N-Out, whether they liked the burgers or not, they did not have kind things to say about those fries. Okay, so next is KFC. Uh, I remember, what was it like last year, they were hyping up that they had regular french fries, and I haven't had them.
0: I don't think I've had them either. I've had
1: like the potato wedges at KFC. I think those are okay. So I don't know what
0: they're. Yeah, the potato wedges were fine. Yeah, I'd... I, I, I'll get the potato wedges and eat those. Maybe I have had KFC fries, but the fact that I can't remember them speaks a lot about it. Yeah, I, I might
1: have had them as well, uh, and I, but I can't remember whether I have. So I think that also speaks to it. This, sound, this is feeling like a C tier to me. C tier it is. Okay. Uh,
0: I'll... we'll put it behind Carl's. Yeah. Oh, here we go. McDonald's. Mic- the D's. golden arches. Uh-huh. The golden fries. I mean, what can you say about them? They're solid. They're good. They're your traditional fries. They're well salted. If you get them crispy, you know you're going to get that good crunch mm-hmm. along with it. Uh, like McDonald's is where you go if you just want a regular fry. If you're driving home and you're like, "I want some fries." And you see a McDonald's there, you're not going to go wrong. They're going to treat you well.
1: I pretty much concur with that. I will say maybe it's just me changing in the last couple years, but I feel like they're saltier than they used to be. And sometimes it's a bit overbearing for me.
0: Yes, I I will agree with that as well.
1: I I still think they're really solid. I've had McDonald's probably more than any other fast food place in my life. Uh, I always enjoyed the fries. I think this is a fair A tier. I think A tier as well. I'll put them them behind Chick-fil-A personally.
0: Yeah, that's what we'll put it. Okay.
1: put you over an h here now the next one's interesting because it has two different pathways we can go down i don't i don't know if you've had smashburger have you i want to say i have okay now i don't know if you know the deal with them but they have smash fries which i think they're called smash fries which they sprinkle some rosemary on top of them that's their special fries and they also yes i've had those okay i've had those too they also have regular fries. Which are more my speed. I don't love the rosemary flavor, uh, but I do remember really liking their regular fries.
0: I think I, now, now that it's saying it back to me, I remember I had Smashburger in the winter, I want to say, okay. like December, January, somewhere around there, and I did actually really like their fries. Yeah, I'm with you.
1: Last time I had Smashburger, I believe, was right before I, I saw the Rise of Skywalker because there was a Smashburger by the movie theater. Uh, that was the best part of my night.
0: Yeah, I agree. With you. <laughs> Um, I'm thinking we put this behind McDonald's.
1: Okay. Yeah, I I like the regular fries a lot. I think the rosemary, that's just a personal
0: thing. Nothing against the fries themselves. Reed. So Sonic. Sonic. D tier. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I'm going to make an exception for Sonic. We're not going to talk about the fries. We're going to talk about the tater tots. Okay. Everyone has their specialty. You know, Sonic has its fries and its drinks, Okay. I mean, it's not as fries. It has its tater tots. There was a solid year, two years or so, where I would just text my friends and be like, hey, you want to go to Sonic? They're like, you really want some tater tots right now? And I'd be like, yes, <laughs> I want my tater tots. Sonic is my go-to for tater tots, mostly because it's close and cheap. Mm-hmm. Um, But I think it does close and cheap very well. So I'm going to put Sonic... Well, first I'll let you speak, but I think I know where I'd put Sonic.
1: Yeah, I... I used to alternate. I'd remember whether I got the tots or the fries the last time, and I would get the other one. I used to like their fries, but my problem with Sonic is with Sonic as a whole A whole the last couple years, I think they've gone tremendously downhill, and I don't know what it is. The only thing that I really like off their menu uh, are their slushes. That's pretty much all I go there for now. I don't really like any of their regular food anymore, and that extends to the tots, which I think are usually over-salted. Uh, I will say they're better than the fries. I'll give you that but I don't know if I can go above C tier for them. Oh,
0: wow.
1: Yeah. Interesting. I've had several bad experiences with Sonic in the last year or two.
0: Interesting. Okay. Uh, For you, I'll put it at the very top of C tier. For me personally, that's where I'm going to put it. Very top of C tier.
1: I'm willing to compromise and put it at the bottom of B tier if you want. We can go bottom of B tier. We can do that. You're passionate about those tots. I used to
0: love those tots, but it's just... I don't know if I've changed or they've changed, but something has changed. Listen, it is what it is. You know, sometimes you got them, sometimes you don't. All right. All right. Steak and shake. I've never had steak and shake. Me
1: either. Well, I guess D tier for D tier. <laughs> exactly. Taco Bell. Taco Bell. The nacho fries? We can go nacho fries. Okay. I Do they have other fries?
0: I don't think so. I've never had the nacho fries. I've heard they're great. Nacho fries are pretty good. I think... I think I'd put it right above Carl's Jr. I don't think they add a whole lot to the fry game, but that spice or whatever that they put on it, it's pretty tasty. Okay. I think that's fair. So above Carl's Jr. I'll let you take- Wendy's. Yeah, I'll let you take this one. Wendy's. Come on, folks. If you know me, you know that for the last year or so, I have been on a Wendy's kick. They're fries. I don't know what they did, they must have done something, because the last year, their fries have been smacking. Each time I go, they're always crispy. They have that right amount of potato skin to the thinness of the potato. Oh my god. It it They are some of the best fries that I've had in the last year. And before that, I was not a big fan of Wendy's. But the last year or two, Wendy's has been knocking it out of the park. I even went and bought a can of Wendy's flavored Pringles, because of how oh, much I I've been this. vibing with Wendy's exactly (laughs) um now nick you can go ahead and say your stuff yeah just a bit i've wendy's is like the most
1: reliable place for me it's never one of my favorites but it's always good I, i i've always thought their fries were pretty good um i'm not as passionate about them as you are but i think i'd put them in a low a tier for me
0: i will accept the low a tier
1: okay but for you uh we can put these wherever you want in a tier
0: We'll put it, we'll put it above Smashburger and in between McDonald's. Okay. All right, we've got- All right, and then the last one's Whataburger. Have you had it? I have had Whataburger. Okay. is my dad's favorite restaurant. Okay, uh, you have the floor. Go ahead. So, Whataburger, they aren't great. That's all I'm going to say. They aren't great. They're nothing to write home about. I think I'd rather have- I think they're about on par with the Taco Bell fries. I don't think anything is worse than Burger King. (laughs) So I'm going to put them about on par with the Taco Bell, which is C tier. Okay.
1: Um, All I will say, I've never had Whataburger. I've never been to Texas or any of those surrounding states. Uh, But Patrick Mahomes, my quarterback here in KC, he has. And he pretty much single-handedly started a campaign to get Whataburger into Kansas City and Kansas. So, we have several locations currently being built, and they should be open in the next couple months. So, as soon as I've had Whataburger, I will let you guys know what I think of those fries on here.
0: Alright, and that is our list. So, rounding it out, in S tier, we have Arby's. They're the only people to make it to S tier. I don't know if we want to raise some of the A tiers up.
1: Um, I think they're all pretty fairly rated.
0: Alright, there we go. Arby's, you're the only one making it to S tier curly for life a tier we have chick-fil-a mcdonald's wendy's and smash burger i think that's pretty fairly rated i think so too b tier popeyes you know nick's not the biggest fan of them i like them b tier is a good compromise yep canes you're, you're inconsistent man you're inconsistent get more consistent like you do with your chicken either get your fries crispy or get them soggy so that i know in advance please
1: we want to love you.
0: Exactly. Listen, Cane's, you're my S tier restaurant. You're my go to anytime anyone asks, what do you want to get? Oh, let's go to Cane's. But your fries, man. Step it up a little. <laughs> bit. Checkers. You know, we've only had the bagged frozen ones, but we think you're pretty good. So B tier is where you're going. Culver's. You know, Nick's a big fan. I may not be the biggest fan. I can't really remember. Um, But B tier, that's where we agreed upon. Sonic. I really love you. I love your tater tots. You're my go-to for tater tots. Always. Nick's not had great experiences with you in the last year or so. So step it up. Come on. We want to bring you up. I want to bring you up. I want to bring you into that low A tier. I want to love you again. Please, please, please step it up. Please step it up. Five guys. Listen, you give us a big cup. But a big cup of nothing is a big cup of nothing. Mm -hmm. So add more flavor. Do something with the recipe. Bring those fries up to snuff. And I should should
1: say we're in C tier now, starting with Five Guys.
0: Yes, we are now in C tier. In and out. Your burgers, highly rated. Your fries are across the board. People are not the biggest fan of them. I don't think you're going to change them at this point, but that's where we lay. Taco Bell, I have a strong vendetta against you. I really hate you with a burning passion. But those nacho fries, they're not bad. You know, get them with some nacho cheese. I'm not going to be offended with them. I'll get them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Waterburger. Listen, you make my dad happy and that's all I really care about. <laughs> I can live without you. Carl's Jr. I've had. I used to eat a lot of Carl's Jr. back in the day, so I have some fond memories. But in all honesty, you aren't that great either. You know, as a whole, Carl's Jr., it's all right. But you're not getting, you're not getting past the B tier for me. Harsh but fair. Exactly. The Colonel. Colonel Sanders himself, the KFC, your chicken, it's pretty good, it's really greasy, oh, but you know, it's for so. a different, it's from a, it's for a different episode, but I think you're alright, you're alright, in my eyes. Burger King, come on, come on, Burger King. Uh, that That's all it needs to why? be said. Why, why are you here, exactly, Del Taco, Shake Shack, we'll try you one day. But for right now, you're just going to sit in the D tier because we don't have a haven't had uh, list, but you're sitting in the D tier, and that's that's our list. It's folks. actually ste- Steak we...
1: and Shake, not Shake Shack. I make that mistake Sorry, on a regular basis. Don't worry.
0: Exactly. Steak and Shake. Shake Shack, I mean nothing against you. I haven't had you either, but I mean nothing against you. Okay. And that's the tier list, folks. That's
1: the tier list. I hope you, I hope you agree with us. It won't happen, but I hope you do.
0: We do hope that you agree with us. And I think that's where we're going to end today's episode. I think so.
1: That that was, Nick,
0: that was fun. Nick, let them know where they can find you.
1: Oh, God. I wasn't ready to plug. Uh, you can find me on Twitter. That's pretty much all I use regularly. It's at Reeves underscore 117.
0: Reeves117. Oh, we didn't talk about Halo. We'll talk about Halo we'll, next we'll get week. To, we'll get to it on the next episode. Exactly. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter at Star Wars Nerd 9. And that's going to be it. That's episode one of the Nick and Manny's Infinite Podcast. I thought we were calling this episode
1: zero because it was a a trial run.
0: Oh, sure. We'll call this episode zero. My bad. My bad. Okay. Next week, we'll be episode one. Next week's going to be episode one.
1: We'll have ironed out at least some of the kinks.
0: Some of them. We're not going to promise all of them, but some of them will be ironed out. Thank you for listening. Uh, We hope you enjoyed. We're going to be back next week. We'll see you next week.